again, but uh, this is going to be a little bit different today because uh, we're going to bring you, <laughs> yes, well, there is a little bit of a celebratory piece in this because we've been doing this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, well, first of all, you're listening to Smoking Guns, as you've probably imagined, and uh, without further ado, Rutsy, it's hello to you, my friend. Did I pop my cork <laughs> too <laughs> prematurely? Your, your cork has just about knocked all on the roof. <laughs> I think you shook that bottle just a little bit too much. It is a very, very special uh, episode because um, congratulations to you. Yes. Uh, as uh, as the um, as my partner in putting this schmozzle together that we, <laughs> sure. we cobble together every week because we've hit a milestone. We have hit a milestone, We've been Scotty. doing this, for, as I say, for about three years now, if memory serves. But um, this is our 100th show. Yes, it is. Hey! <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you. We've got a live studio audience uh, in here tonight. <laughs> no, just settle down in the, in the back row right there. Back, yeah, just yes. Close the door, please. Put Come that on. down. Don't yeah. take that out the door. Yeah, right. And turn off your mobile phones, that's please. Right. Yeah, make sure right. there's, uh, there's lots of peace and quiet. So, uh, so, so 100. 100, mate. No and, wonder uh, we feel old. Yep. <laughs> We're 100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. um, oh, mate. Oh. And, uh, and if I am go back through all the episodes, remember we used to have this one? We had that one. We had this one. We had this one. We had yeah. this one. We had all sorts had of Phineas. We had this we had one. South African correspondent. <laughs> we had, <all> <laughs> we had, uh, we had. We've had racetrack Ralphie. There's just yeah. been too. There's been too many. There's directions. too many stings. Too not enough time. Um, and what? Uh, another one we had, which sort of it, it sort of just vaporised in front of our eyes. Eventually, <laughs> we had um, deaths, divorces, and depart. No departures. Oh, we did. Deaths and divorces. We had that one. That was a good one. We had this not one. Happy yes, day. Yeah, yeah, we not had happy. that one. <laughs> 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 we had all these. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had and, more. Uh, so. And we don't use any of them anymore, <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure what this is about them, but they were fun oh, at the time. No, look, uh, yeah, congratulations, Scotty. It's 100 episodes. Mate, it's, a, it's, it's a milestone a for us because uh, when we first started this show, uh, we thought five minutes or two episodes might be as long yeah, as we got. And then we'd be thrown out the front um, door. But we've managed to fly under the radar. <laughs> we have. I don't know how. For a long time. <laughs> no one's really woken up to the fact that we're not too good at this stuff. Uh, we, we, we've done the uh, the old Tom Cruise, you know, <laughs> yeah. where they fly so low so that it's low. underneath the radar. We are underneath the radar. And we have radar. been navigating through canyons. And <laughs> oh, that's a song, Underneath uh, the Radar. Yeah, well, yeah. is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I remember um, that song. Might have to find maybe that, that should, one. Maybe that should be our theme song <laughs> <laughs> underneath the radar. But no, uh, mate, we've uh, we've had a blast uh, bringing this together, uh, and we're not kidding. We uh, we we do a little bit of research, and we we have a chat for about thirty seconds before. It's this one. It's this one. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, it is. remember this one? Yes, I do. Yes. While I'm on the special effects, <laughs> you're, you're, you're going to go crazy today. I can just sense it. Oh, yeah. It's Underworld, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's the longest introduction of all time. Anyway, we'll leave that there. Right. Good, good on them. But, but anyway, um, well, it's anyway. been 
It's been a hoot, and um, and we still haven't got the pink slip to say don't come Monday no, or Tuesday or Wednesday. Good. So we'll uh, we'll keep going for as long as uh, they want us to, and as long as uh, we keep enjoying ourselves as we do. This is our little escapism once a week to uh, have a bit of a belly laugh and uh, try and find the funny side to almost everything. Uh, we stay away from the politics, and we don't cover too much mainstream sport, and we're certainly not going to talk about the Kilda Football Club. No. Uh, because, Next. Yeah, because you have know, just moved right along from Next. there. So uh, in true form, we, we've got a bunch of stuff that we've had a quick chat about that we're going to um, extrapolate and bring you know, to I've, you. And I think the most uh, imp- the thing that's changed the most over the years for us, yes. Scotty, over the years, is, yeah, <laughs> is the uh, the shortness of our production meetings. <laughs> they, we, we used to write lots of things down and sort of banter, you know, have a little bit of banter about them. Now we go, well, I've got that and I've got that. Well, you've got that as well, so you do that. Yeah. I'll do this, and and then we just turn the lights on and away we go. And away we and away um, we go. Away we so, go. Um, how's your week been? Week's been good. It's been a bit, a uh, little bit fresh. I'm, uh, I still have my uh, daily regime of mm-hmm. uh, finishing off my morning shower with the tap firmly pushed to the cold end. Good boy, uh, nice. which is very invigorating. I've got to say, and you certainly mm-hmm. know you're awake once you've uh, been down that path. But uh, and which you know only too well because you go and do the the, the whole nine yards. Yes, well, have I've you got- been? Do Very it. lazy of late. Oh, have you? Have yes. you? Have you now my my uh, base having swim, a break. My base swimming has got a little lazy. Oh, okay. Anyway. Well, it's pretty fresh. It's fresh. Yeah, it's yeah. Let's face fresh. it. I had a swim on the weekend, and it was fresh. I mean, you don't need to come out with you know with with uh, what are they called brain freeze? No, <laughs> that's like right. Eating ice too quickly. So no, but no. I I I've been doing other things. I actually went back to school last week. Yes, you're going to tell me all about yes. this. Yes, I went to wine school. You went to wine school. <laughs> well, it's better than the song about that other school. Yeah. <laughs> nude many, school. Nude school. <laughs> yeah, I didn't go to nude school. Not the start so of it's the not year. the nude and wine school. No, it's, it's just, just the, the wine, wine school. school. And right. um, I undertook what's known as a level two yes. certificate course yes. in wine. Yes. Um, and it's uh, run by the Melbourne Wine School. Yeah, there is good. a thing. Yep. And it's that affiliated helps. with the um, globally recognised Wine, Spirits and Education Trust, right? Which is the formal body for accreditation in the wine industry. In order to be a sommelier. In order to work in the wine industry, yes, it's a broad right. term. So most of the people that were there were young folk who were looking to get into hospitality, or were in hospitality and looking to get into wine bars and serving and recommending wine. Very good. And um, they were very knowledgeable young people. Good. And I thought I'd do it as a bit of fun and to expand my horizons. Yes. But I didn't realise how bloody hard it was going to be. <laughs> and was there a spittoon? Yes. Yeah, we tasted 46 wines in three days. Gee so unless there was spittooning going on, there was a lot of drunkenness um, going on. And, and do you, after each um, little sample mm-hmm. of something, do you, do you have to have a little bit of water and rinse yes, your mouth out? Yes, you do. But then does that not affect the, the next wine that comes along, given that you might have some H2O Residue. You've got to reset your palate, oh, Scott. Oh, it resets it. Yes, resets. Oh. Oh, okay. So um, I've done all that, and I had to do an exam. Oh. 
And uh, I don't know about you, man. I haven't done an exam for <laughs> no, a good twenty years. Yeah, no, it's been a while. And I was a bit, I was a bit clammy handed. Oh, I was a bit toey. What were you? I had to cram the night before, oh. albeit with a bottle right. of wine. I was going to say, <laughs> was, was part of the exam. It wasn't totally tasting. T- yes. Oh yes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh. absolutely. We had to describe what you'd expect out of a out of a wine from. Uh, the Vouvray district of the Loire Valley. Oh, really? Yes. Could you yes. take cheese? <laughs> now, we threatened to bring in oysters because we thought... <laughs> Love it. But it was a very, very interesting course, and um, I've learned a lot. Yes. And it's expanded my horizon and knowledge. You know, yes. I know the geographic areas of wine production all over the world now. Very good. And I know how they do it, yes. and I know what... Grapes and varieties come from where? Yep. And uh, now I just hope I pass because if I fail, yes. I've got to go back and do it again. Do it again. <laughs> Pay yes. up and do it again. Pay it up and do it again. Now, did you learn about a region that you weren't aware of before yes. you actually did yes. this course? Yes, Chile. Uh, yeah, right, okay. Chilean wine, wine is, is, Chile. is quite a uh, fascinating prospect since, since Pinochet, the dictator, departed. Yes. They've had a lot of investment in their... Agriculture, wine industry, a lot of capital investment, and they're producing some significantly good wine. And what type of varietal? Well, they've filled. They they they, um, they have a lot of um, Savvy Blanc. They have a lot of Pinot. They have some Cab Sav. Do they? Yes, That's yes. Quite, so it's a very a... interesting part of the world that I wasn't aware of. Mm. And South Africa are lifting their game around the Cape Town area. Uh, in terms Japan? of what about Japan? Cabernets? Do, no, Japan no, no. It's grow too, any wine it's too far north, Japan. Is it? Mm. China are producing wine, but you wouldn't know. So, what's the furthest northern uh, country that well, produces wine? Well, wine it's only produced between north the America? latitude of thirty degrees and fifty degrees. Is that right? Yes. Globally. Globally. So, northern and southern. You've only got 20 degrees to muck around in. Correct. (laughs) So, typically, that's European. Probably as far north as you'd go would be Champagne or or Mosul in Germany, which producing, uh, obviously, uh, dry wines and sweet wines. But climate change, interestingly, is having an effect. They're now growing wines in the south of England. Really? Yes. So, climate change is mucking around with... All of those um, latitudinal um, previous guidelines. Yes. Be a couple of, uh, I mean, two or three months over there in the UK where not much would be happening, wouldn't there? No. There'd be a bit of snow. Yeah, and... well, I haven't tasted many of those, no. but uh, look, it's fascinating. It's called an icy pole. <laughs> for me, a guy who likes a wine, yes. to lift your knowledge around it. My, my wife has chastened me to say, you are not going to become one of those wine. Bankers, are you? And I said, I hope not. I hope I just have an ability now to uh, choose a wine that might go with a particular food or um, encourage people to drink, try something different, potentially, rather than going to the same well all the time. So question without notice Mm. again, did you happen to come across a wine that you thought would have been paired with one type of food yes. and you were challenged to try it with a type of food that you wouldn't have even thought about having with it. I think the only thing I'd say about that was I was quite challenged by champagne or sparkling wine sparkling categories wine. because yeah. I had thought they were always sweet. 
yeah, and right. then not. Yeah, right. You can have dry, you can have sweet, you can have in between. In fact, uh, the guy who was running the course said you could run, uh, uh, you could have a whole meal, yeah. you could have a six-course degustation and only serve champagne. Really? And you could perfectly match each with champagne, as long as you like the bubbles. <laughs> and then get yourself off the floor. Yeah. <laughs> Look, mate, that so um, a lot, a lot of there's a lot of stuff to unpack, um, Good. but um, well, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do that um, privately. We don't need to do that on air. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we might even, I think I think we owe it to ourselves as a celebration of, of 100 episodes, Scotty, to go and run the men's 100 trolleys. Oh, do you think so? Uh, at Yumcha this a, weekend, I think, I think might absolute, be an absolute moral. I think it's an absolute given. <laughs> now, a, my only concern for you is yes. that you might now stand in a bottle shop for a little bit longer, reading it, the well, label of some of these. My wines. problem will be I'll be in discourse yeah. with the owner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you think about this one or this one? <laughs> Mate, I just work here. Can you buy something and get out? <laughs> That's what you need to do. That's just it. get in, bite, and get out. Oh, yes. Anyway, I did and, have a dream last and, night about running a wine bar, that, oh. but then I woke up this morning and went, oh, that, that, that involves effort and work. No, no, no. no. You just need to, I'll just hang just, out in You them. just need to be a customer there. Right. Um, what was the last thing I was going to ask you? I was just going to say uh, on the strength of all of that. Um, no, it's actually just gone straight past me. Any so, questions, um, uh, listeners, just yeah. about wine? Um, no. Just Contact me through um, our emails or our socials because I feel like I'm eminently qualified now. Yeah, no, you are. To Absolutely. answer most of those questions. Oh, sorry, that's what it was. Did you did you learn about any new grape varietals or a new varietal that you'd never come across before? I did. I learned about sweet wine from Hungary called Toke. Yeah, right. Which is not the Toke that we drink. It's T O K A J. Yes, uh, and we've we're not allowed to call our tokays tokays anymore because of that. It's the whole you know so denomination de origin. Is a... It is a lovely dessert wine. Yes, right. And it's not as um, it's not as sweet as a Saturn. Yes, or a, a noble one Betratus oh, type Riesling. Now you're in the wheel. But it is very very palatable. Is so it? I learned about that. And I learned a lot about Chenin Blanc. Chenin Blanc. I that used to be around quite a lot. Didn't have an awareness many of. Years and ago, I thought. It was very interesting. Yeah. So I have. Um, I had, don't I sound more sophisticated? <laughs> yeah. Well, far you're more speaking, You're speaking with great authority. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they say, Scotty. <laughs> as long as you sound like you know what you're talking about, <laughs> yes. that's half the battle. Yeah, yeah, it's all in the perception. It's all in the perception. <laughs> it's all in the perception. Well, good for you. I'm, good on I know me. So that's you me. You're genuinely interested in doing, and yes. you've done it. So I look forward. We've to... We've just uh, lost half our audience who don't like wine. Yeah. <laughs> well, and if you're listening to this at breakfast time, <laughs> well, the... mate, we were drinking wine at nine thirty oh, in the morning. Ouch! And uh, I've got to say, that's yeah. a thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's a, a thing. thing. <laughs> well, it's twelve o'clock somewhere in the world. <laughs> <That's exactly right. laughs> There's plenty of places in the world when, where they're when, ripping when, into when it at nine thirty. Well, nine thirty, we might as well try our first one, and you've just got the tooth. Toothpaste out of your mouth. Oh, that's, that's too funny. Yes, that's so uh, funny. No, it's all very good, but I enjoyed it. And, uh, good. I'd recommend it to anybody who wanted to learn more about it. And I met some lovely young people yeah, good. who were the future of our hospitality. That's the way. And uh, incredibly knowledgeable and passionate, which is fantastic that's to what see. That's like to see. And um, 
Yeah, it was very, very enjoyable. Three days. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Now, uh, um, right. we're, all of that, we, we're, we're, <laughs> we're probably up to our first we, break, well, aren't we? We, are. <laughs> we pretty much are. Well, that was the and wine I'll, segment. Uh, that, <laughs> Next is food, that and the last piece will be music. That was <laughs> the Two Smoking Guns yeah. wine segment. Right, now, I've only got one, one more question about yeah. wine. So, in the good old days, we, we used to have corks yes. in our bottles. Yes. Our wine was corked. Yes. So now we've got screw tops. If the wine's so good, is it screwed? It's screwed. <laughs> Correct. Uh, I love it. Very so, good. Um, wine gags from Scotty. Is, um, and did they talk about the fact that uh, when screw tops did come in, that there has now been less uh, degradation of, of wine because of that? Because of course. Of course. Because it's all green. about oxidation. Yeah, exactly. And oxygen. Yes, of course. Okay. But I have had wine with a screw top that's been screwed. Yes, you can yeah. because it could be a dented screw. It could get knocked and just the knocking of the, the Stelvin cap yes. could allow oxygen in. That's yep. what you're tasting. Yes. There you go. All right. Well, there you go, now, ladies and gentlemen. It's very, very interesting. Uh, we've amused ourselves uh, talking about wine for... Most of this first segment. We can take your cravat off now. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. So uh, we'll be right back after this and uh, talk about something else. (laughs) See you in a sec. Great. Yeah, that's great. great. That's great. We're just talking about wine, surprisingly. We're, in no, break. we're laughing about the fact we've managed to talk about a, one topic for 17 minutes. Which is a, vi- a, a distinct rarity <laughs> Yeah, normally, uh, for us. We, normally we're about two-thirds of the way through our material by now, <laughs> but anyway. Oh, gosh. So, um, what so, do you got? Well, we can do a couple of things here because right. um, part of the wine course was you learn a lot about <laughs> Bordeaux. Oh, we're back with wine. <laughs> and... Um, Part of the appellations there are their chateaus. Yes, right. And, of course, chateau is the French word for... House. Castle. Yes. Castle. Yes. Not that they're all castles, but some of them are very impressive looking uh, buildings. Yes. And um, normally I'd do a musical segment in this part of a show. Yes. And uh, in in past episodes, it's been fairly basic. We've had dogs dogs versus cats. cats. We've uh, we we've were going to do fish. We, we still can, <laughs> but uh, I thought I'd do songs um, um, about castles. <laughs> are there any? Yes, there are. It's a very small subculture, oh. so I won't necessarily. What well, I'll tell you, what I'll do. I've got three because okay. I think any more than that. We're definitely going to lose our audience. Do we know any of them? Well, this, we go. you will know one. Okay. Right so on. we'll start with this one. And I'll just, I'll, I'll just put it back a bit. This is a lovely song. Sounds like a So yell out if you think you know it. Even yell out if you think you know the artist. Well, it sounds very Fleetwood mac is what I yeah. thought initially. Glenn Campbell? Very Glenn Campbell esque. Very Glenn Campbell esque. There you go. I want the world to share in Castle Walls. That's what I thought. I thought it was Castle Now that's candles. Oh, candles, that's right. Well, they're in Castle. Candles, lots of them. Yeah, okay. Who's the artist? So you would know this guy because he sang a song called American Pie. Oh, yeah. 
and uh, Vincent. Yes. So Don McLean. Don McLean. If you get a chance, it's a lovely song to listen to, that one. It's very mellow. Very mellow. All right. This is my current favourite song, so someone to play this a little bit more because she is a wonderful artist this one so I'll just let this one run for a bit Good that song. song. Now, I'm going to have a stab at the artist here. Yeah. Is it London Grammar? Yeah, not bad, but no. Ooh. Gee, I but it sounds I, a bit like Because I, I like I'm London big, Grammar yeah, too. Yeah, I'm a big London Grammar fan. Now, her name's Freya Ridings. Yes. But that's a beautiful that's song. A, it is a beautiful song. That's a and beautiful that, song. And you can crank that up. You know? Yeah. You, can hear, you listen to that nice and loud. Oh, yeah. She so goes that, well. Yeah. It's a great voice. You know, Because now what you've done yes. is I will not get that out of my head for the no, rest of the it's, night. It's a very good but song. But I'll be seeing the car on the way home. And look, look her up, oh, Freya Ridings. It's a beauty. Yeah, it's no. a beauty. It's one of my favourite songs yeah, at the moment. She is, uh, she's a very And uh, very this famous. one you'll know because this is, I think, the most famous song I know about castles. Yeah. Once I built a castle in the air Over you and I in a blue, blue sky We leave behind the weight of worldly cares I thought we could fly We only had to try Good by now Every pleasure always holds An equal share of pain Though it all works out I have no doubt 
course, the uh, hoodoo guru. The gurus. The hoodoo gurus. I first of all wrote down hunters. I thought it was no. the hunter song, but no, it's the gurus. Yeah. Hoodoo gurus, mate. One of the, the great, the great Australian bands. Yeah, ripper. Really a yep. band. So that's one of my favourite hoodoo guru songs. Castles in the air. Like I also like a thousand miles away. I like that one. Yep. Too. Yeah, that's good. good yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. One Scotty. of the early albums has got some just oh, yeah. absolute pure gold on it. You know, back in the back in the eighties. Oh yes, what's my scene and all yeah, that sort of stuff. Exactly. Kamikaze and hey, um, so um, we've <laughs> don't tell me it's another break. <laughs> oh no, no. All we've done is is shadows and castles oh, yes. so far. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so I don't know where we go from there. Let's get on with the rest of the show. All right. We? Well, I'll uh, while we're sort of in in, in uh, chateaus and castles, yeah. I'll, I'll bring this back to um, the Queen. Oh, <laughs> so, well, she lives in one of those because not only uh, is our show one hundred, yes. <clears throat> well, there's a certain spread that we've talked about. Um, that we both thoroughly enjoy and happen to be fairly heavy on the knife with it. Do you recall the conversation oh, we had? Oh, yes. <clears throat> um, we were talking about, about Vegemite. Vegemite. The yeast product. Correct. Yes, we were. So, a couple of weeks ago. Aussie brand Vegemite. Yes, it was. Absolutely. And we just said, don't just waft it. What over. was the Vegemite jingle? Was there a <clears throat> jingle? Did they have a jingle? Do they have like a Vegemite. Aussie kids a wheat big kids? Oh, I don't know. I, was, I, think I, was, I like my Vegemite. I, I think I was morphing it into that. <laughs> Either Cotties or something. Cotties. Um, Aussie brand Vegemite has written to the Queen seeking oh, really? a 100 birthday letter to mark its centenary you, next year. Oh, so they're wanting a telegram yes. from the Queen. Majesty's, uh, in a bit to get Her Majesty's attention, parent company Bega has produced some cheeky billboards that will hit the UK streets um, on Friday. I think this was a couple of weeks ago, uh, potentially. In honour of the Queen's there birthday, long week. Oh, the Queen's birthday, long week. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's it. I'm not sure about tea. Say we're it puts a rose in every cheek. Rose of course every it, cheek. Does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So um, they've made up a billboard. G'day, Your Majesty. As we celebrate your birthday down under, just a heads up that next year we're turning 100. Oh, nice. Can't wait for your letter. <laughs> <laughs> the billboard reads. <laughs> Bega Foods Executive General Manager Adam McNamara said he knew getting a hold of the Queen would be no mean feat. No. Um, we've sent one letter at this stage, but are hopeful the billboards will get her attention, he said. Ah, uh, well, they don't eat mar. Uh, they have Marmite over yeah, they, there. They, they don't have Vegemite. They don't have Vegemite? No, they have a thing called Marmite. I think it's a similar extraction. Yeah, but I, I think it's a different it execution. Any, it doesn't taste anywhere near as good as Vegemite. Well, I, you know, it depends where you're from and what your tastes are, well, what you're used to. But, but Vegemite's um, very polarising, isn't it? I mean, it I, is you've very polarising. People go overseas and they take a jar of Vegemite. And there are people to... in Australia who don't like it. Well, get out. I <laughs> 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 say, leave. Leave. Immediately. Immediately. And leave your passport behind. You're not coming back. Have you had the Vegemite um, <laughs> scrolls at the bakery? Yeah. Yeah, good. Oh, yeah, good. Good. Yeah. Good. In fact, I thought about one last night. 
uh, I was in a bakery the other day, and I thought, oh, I haven't seen one of these for a while. Do you remember those? Um, it was sort of it was like a mini pizza, but it had black poppy seeds on it, yeah. and it was onion bread. Oh, yeah. Haven't had, haven't seen oh, it for I a while. I haven't seen those for a long time. But you know why? Yeah, bad breath. You no, know, and yes, oh. and the other. <laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. Okay. As unforeseen oh, consequences. Well, I mean, maybe that's why I stopped eating it. I <laughs> may be right. People kept, people people kept were, commenting. Well, people just stopped coming Don't around. Don't want to sit near that Scotty bloke. He's at, he, oh, look, he's got uh, an uh, onion bread again. I love that onion bread. With, really with Vegemite. Yeah, well, well, probably. Probably. Yeah, a bit yeah. of cream cheese. Maybe. <laughs> Not sure. Vegemite and cream cheese. Now, there yeah, well, yeah. So a lot of people have Vegemite and avocado. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not, no, no, I've never really done that. I'm more straight, veggie, straighty 180. Uh, veggie, avo, uh, sorry. Veggie, avo, bacon, poached egg with some chilli flakes. Was that kind of veggie with a lot? Yeah, that's veggie with yeah, everything. Yeah, that's everything yeah. going on. Oh, we like that. That's got, you know what that's got? A lot of umami. Umami? Umami, baby. Oh. Well, while you're um, on fancy words, yes. what about if I throw at you, um, La Nina? La Nina. La Nina. La Nina or La, well, El Nino, well, El Nino is, or La Nina. This is La Nina. La Nina. Finish, yeah. gone, <clears throat> they reckon. Well. Well. Well, hold well. the bus because you might need to buy a ticket. Right. Um, it's not just Australians who have uh, weather, uh, who have a weather eye on the threat of a return to the La Nina conditions. La Nina. That contributed to extreme weather that racked parts of the nation over the past three years. On Tuesday, the Bureau of Meteorology announced that although the 2021-22 La Nina event had ended... Mm-hmm. According to its modelling, so now it's a model. <laughs> oh, you got to model things. Oh, you got to model things. That's right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, things that go Every you know, time you go open up, an Excel spreadsheet, well, surely you when model you, when, something. I mean, isn't it obvious that when you talk about modelling, you're talking about weather? Yeah. <laughs> weather modelling. Not sure. Um, according to its modelling, there was a strong chance that it may re-emerge in spring. And spring's not far away. Um, weather zone meteorologist Ben um, Domencino said it was not yet clear what effect this would have over summer. Well, I'll tell you what it'll have over summer, mate. We'll have snow. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll have 800 foot high fire breaks and God knows what going on. Um, it's hard to tell at this stage if La Nina does redevelop <clears throat> whether or not it will persist through next summer. What we can say is that if it does, we're more likely to see your weather, <clears throat> sorry, your wetter than average spring over eastern and northern Australia. Mm. Yeah, well, well... Any wetter than it's already... Well, I was going to say, mate, she's, she's waterlogged already, so you know what, mm. pack up and go somewhere else. Over the past two years, La Nina has not only contributed to widespread destruction in Australia and drought in the United States, so we get the precipitation and they just get donuts. They get, they get crisped. Yeah. They've had uh, a lot of problems in their wine industry as well. Well, I can well imagine. But it's also thought to have exasp- uh, exacerbated, 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 or exasperated, catastrophic. cut off. Um, <laughs> catastrophic flooding in Bangladesh, India, and China. Yeah. Um, anyway, La Nina is definitely one culprit here. During the La Nina, the ocean is warmer in the Western Tropical Pacific. 
or the warm pool region allowing more abundant warm moist air to be transported towards southern China when the weather system is aligned. Mm. Another potential contributor is the Indian Ocean um, Dipole, which is a slightly negative phase at the moment, which uh, also makes the Western Tropical Pacific warmer than normal. Right. Too many big words in there for me. La Nina, Uh, weather... Extrapolating, yeah, yeah, exacerbating, yeah. We're, incarcerating. We're in for a dog of a time. Dog of a time. <laughs> Very good. Um, on uh, right. on worldwide phenomena. Over to you. I like the term monkeypox. Oh, it's oh, awful. Like, no, it's a great term. Pox is just such a terrible is word. It? I like oh, I like monkeypox. Because oh, I tell just, you, I think of that. I think of that show Monkey, where they jump backwards into the trees. I never understood that show. <laughs> That's a weird show. I didn't it? know whether to watch it standing boing, on my. Boing, 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 boing. I, I never knew whether to watch it standing on my head. Because every time I used down. to speak, they used to badly do the translations. Oh, you know, <laughs> they'd move their mouth yeah, forty-five but, times in all the different directions, <laughs> and what would come out was yes. <laughs> It's hilarious. The World Health Organization, oh, the that esteemed body. Oh, surely they've got a committee. <laughs> they would have many. Says that summer festivals and concerts across Europe should not be cancelled due right. to the monkey, bo- monkey pox, monkey box, monkey pox <laughs> outbreak. But organisers should work to manage the risk. Right. There's been a surge of monkey box cases. <laughs> Sarah Tyler, WHO communications consultant. Oh, she's, she's only consultant. a consultant. Ah. Right? She's not on the payroll. She, well, she's on the payroll. Well, but she hasn't got an official position. She's uh, she's part time. She's a consultant. She said there were going to be more than eight hundred festivals across the European continent this summer. Right. So she's done her research. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a lot of festivals. If she'd done a bit more research, she'd realise there's 843. But anyway, that's all right. <laughs> that's okay. Bringing together hundreds of thousands Back of people check. from different countries. Now, that's that slips off the tongue very nicely. She doesn't say which countries they're coming no. from. Or she's done no research. No. But this is the bit I liked. This is clearly why she's a consultant, not on the payroll, because she didn't run this past um, Barrington Withington Smith oh, III, really? the lawyer. Oh. Most attendees... Most attendees, she says most, that means a majority, most attendees are highly mobile and sexually active. There's a presumption. (sighs) And a number of them will have intimate skin-to-skin contact. Now, in our day, intimate skin-to-skin contact, that was called hushbukundi or something, was it? Is that what she's alluding to here? I think so. Or kissing or something like that. And we didn't have monkeypox. Most of them will have intimate skin-to-skin contact at at or around these events. At, at or around, around these events, <laughs> she said. Are you an at or an around Are person? you around or at? <laughs> Without action, she said, we risk seeing a surge in monkey pox cases in Europe this summer. She does not go on to say what action she recommends. I was going to say, how does she, uh, how does she uh, profess to stop this from happening? This is an article within an article, and there's a lot of stuff going on in this article, and most of, most of the questions have not been answered. So when you talk about the... Uh, so basically, the, she's just putting out, don't go to a concert. Don't, no, no question don't get at or around anybody. <laughs> <laughs> There's two things there that just don't go together. No. Flesh and pox. Because <laughs> they just don't go together. Well, now, now we've got to take a break and I need to talk to you about what we can and can't say. So we'll be back in a second. Sorry. 
Right. Now, now we've cleared see, all that so up so off there. I'm not going to get that out of my head now. now. we've cleared that so up. So you've got a song in my head. Yeah, I know. And now I've got that stupid word in my head. Castles and pox. Oh, no. Just park it. Just put that away. All right. Now, in. in in the spirit of our 100th show, where we want to have a bit of a giggle, yes, I've got a couple of things for you. A couple yep. of sayings. Well, you brought some party hats or something. I've got some party hats for later. <laughs> and wait till we get in the car park and have the fairy bread. <laughs> and the and the cocoa, what are those cocoa pop things called? Oh, the, the, the uh, little chocolate crackles. Chocolate crackles. I made some of those today did for you? you as well. You, did you ever have the ones made with um, cornflakes? What were they called? Uh, Golden things? Golden crunchies? I don't know. Can't remember what they were. I only called, remember the chocolate crackles because no, no, they were my favourite. No, they were made with, they were made with um, rice bubbles and cocoa and camphor, I think. Something like that. Someone will remember. Yeah. And butter, probably. Yeah. Lots to of hold it all together. <laughs> so these are some sayings that um, I reckon um, three years ago, two years ago when we started the show, um, these were things that we went through, but I just thought I'd, I'd give them a reprise. Right. A couple of my favourite sayings. And these are words to live by, Scotty. So are these sayings that didn't exist before but exist now? No, these now, are sayings. these are just sayings? These are sayings. And I think um, this show has a duty to uh, give sayings out into the universe for people that they can use in their everyday life. Uh, it's just a day at school every day here. It's every day at school. Right. So yeah, John Wayne once said, life is hard, but it's harder if you're stupid. <laughs> Our words to live by. Oh, crikey. My favourite saying, you know this one, is David Lee Roth. Oh, yeah. He said, I used to jog, but the ice cubes kept falling out of my glass. That's just my favourite ones. Emo Phillips once said, a computer once beat me at chess, but it was no match for me at kickboxing. (laughs) George Carlin, who's a famous comedian, said, if you try to fail and succeed, which have you done? (laughs) Which is, just too which is pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Um, and Jim Harrison said, this is very, very true. The simple act of opening a bottle of wine has brought more happiness to the human race than all the collective governments in the history of the earth. Oh, hear, hear. Hear, hear. Well done. <laughs> Nav, Nav, Navot Singh Sidhu once said, it's always darkest before the dawn. This is true. Yes, Yes. And he goes on. And and the coldest. Yes. So he said, if you're going to steal your neighbour's newspaper, that's the time to do it. Yeah, good. Good point. Good. Oscar Wilde once said, always borrow money from a pessimist because he won't expect it back. (laughs) 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 Ron White once said, if uh, life gives you lemons, you should make lemonade. Yes. And try to find someone whose life has given them vodka and have a party. Yeah. <laughs> that's very, very nice. Yeah, very good. Yes, yeah, that's right. And, then, and then of course, Alan Dundas once said, light travels faster than sound, which we know. That's why some people appear bright until you let them speak. <laughs> Is there anything there from the Dalai Lama? Because he's a very funny man. The Dalai, <laughs> the he's Dalai a ripper. Lama. He, well, he might have said this. He said, if at first you don't succeed, skydiving's not for you. <laughs> that sounds like something he'd say. That sounds like something he that's might right, say. That's right in his wheelhouse. That's right in his wheelhouse. So, there you go. I just think a few of those are words to live by. You know. Well, then I've got some more words for you. These are these are actually very famous words of, of a, a some words that were said or a, a quote out of a film, out of a film, film. out of a film. 
Uh, and this is old mate, our old mate who hangs around um, Parliament, Baz. Baz is your mate, yeah. My old yeah, mate, Baz. We should get him on the show one yeah, day. Yeah, we should try and find out who he is. He goes under a pseudonym, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, it could be, uh, could be an interesting mm. cat. Uh, anyway, Baz knows Victoria's lower house is far from a Hollywood blockbuster. Baz. But that certainly didn't stop uh, one Andrews government MP from screaming, screaming. a one-liner from an iconic film during question time this week. Really? Yes. The member for Yan Yin. Yan Yin. Yeah, Yan Yin. Oh, that's out near yeah. the reservoir. Well. Yan Yin Reservoir. Daniel Green from Yan Yin. Daniel. <laughs> Daniel from Daniel Green from Yan Yin. Daniel Green from um, Yan Yin. She focused on this particular movie. <clears throat> from wasn't, wasn't Top Gun, was it? No, uh, nearly. It had Rocky. It, no, but it had a Top Gun uh, actor in it. Oh, Tommy. Yes. Tommy Cruise. Yes. Oh, that wouldn't be the Jerry character. No. The Jerry, one where he plays the Super Bowl player manager. Show me the money. Show me the money. Yeah. Jerry Maguire. No, no. Okay. Um, so she's Still, I'm all out of Tom Cruise movies oh, now. No, Hang on. No, Mission is, Impossible. No. Think of one that's probably... Oh, God. No, you'll, you'll kick yourself. Okay, I'll keep going. Um, so she stood up uh, when somebody was carrying on and she loudly proclaimed... You can handle the truth. Oh, that's from the great movie with uh, the great man. A few good men. A few good men with yes. um, Jack Nichols. With Jack Nichols. Yeah. Who could forget that movie? You're damn right I ordered Cold Red. <laughs> it's a great film. I tell you what. Um, there was so, a, oh, so, sorry, go on. So she loudly proclaimed, you can handle the truth during a heated debate. But Baz has a very good authority that the chamber didn't fall silent. Like the courtroom scene where Jack Nicholson uttered those famous words in A Few Good Men, but rather erupted in laughter. Uh. <laughs> Order! So, uh, it's great. I would have, there's a, you know how they do, they call them memes these days, or they, you know, you know when, you know when they do the, the Hitler um, scene and they, 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 they go over it with a commentary about why didn't you move the St Kilda player? You know, you know, have you seen those on the YouTube, right? Where they'll have the scene from the movie, oh, yes. and they'll overlay it with yes. something else, right? Yes, yes, yes. So that did the rounds for years. That scene from the movie where he's in, Tom Cruise is interrogating Jack Nicholson, correct? But it was in in the context of a sales environment. Oh, and he'd be talking, and he said. You people in accounts live and sleep under the doona of the <laughs> revenue we produce in sales. And all this sort of stuff goes on, goes on, goes on. I don't on. think I ever saw oh, it's, that. Mate, I used to use it at every sales conference really? ever. I used to open with it. Oh. And that bit where he says, you can handle the truth, and that gets a quiz in. Did you put the strippers on the credit card? You're damn right I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's, I'll send it to you. It's oh, you've got to, got to, I've got to have a look at that. And it's That's gone. Hilarious. It went around my industry, every industry, and every sales conference. Oh, it's Jack Nicholson saying, you're damn right I did. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's gold. I love that. I'll send that to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, very, very good. I think I might have to view that you privately. And sleep. You presume to, you know, you live and breathe under the, under the doona of the revenue <laughs> that we provide. <laughs> um, now, there's been some um, innova- I digress. innovative young lads 
uh, an English groom-to-be and his 13 mates turned a bucks party into a bikes party. Oh, really? To get home from Amsterdam after their plans were wrecked by a cancelled flight. Right. With replacement flights, hire cars, train tickets scarce, each member of the touring party bought a bike to get home. They bought a bike? They bought a bike. They were going to ride home, right? Instead of flying, it was only going to take about four and a half weeks to get home. (laughs) (laughs) But stand by. Rather... um, uh, bought a bike to get home, but their epic quest wasn't spent in the saddle. Rather, they used local transport on the continent, then presented their bikes to check in on the Calais to Dover ferry yeah. for health and safety reasons, wasn't allowing foot passengers on board. <laughs> so they bought a bike in order to be a bike passenger, in order to get on a ferry and go from Calais to Dover. Anyway, there we go. <laughs> It's just a bit of a bizarre story that caught my eye. It's a long way home oh, long for way the boys. Yeah, exactly. A long way home for anyway, the boys. Uh, it's long a very way long way home. Um, <laughs> right, what else? So we, we've covered the weather. We've done yeah. wine. Where were they? Amsterdam. Yeah. yeah I, don't, Amsterdam. I reckon I know why they missed their plane. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the plane got cancelled. Uh, oh, the plane their, got Their cancelled. plans were wrecked sure by, by a cancelled flight. Right. <laughs> um, calling the following passengers, please. Hurdy gurdy. Do you know we've got a new Yeah Yeah Man? Really? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because after the very sad demise and passing. Oh, of course. It was warning, a, a wasn't warning. it? It was yeah. warning. And also... Um, the English uh, cricketer Michael Vaughan yeah. did yes, it. Yes, yes, Michael Vaughan. Greg Matthews yeah. did it years ago. Do you know? Yes, that? he did. Yes. Um, so, who is it? Um, Pat Cash. Patrick. Patrick. Pat Cash. It says cashing so, in. So he was, yeah, yeah. He was hiding <laughs> the bald spot under that headband all <laughs> well, that time. Know, yeah, exactly. Well, Andre Agassi did the same. He wore a wig, didn't he? He wore a wig and yeah. hair extensions. <clears throat> and hair extensions. <laughs> what a cat he was. Um, <clears throat> Pat Cash, 87 Wimbledon champ, celebrated. 87. Wasn't that his... the greatest? I was in London Eight, in 1987, living go. in London. So was Pat Cash. Yeah, and Well, he was there and he won <laughs> Wimbledon. Well, he won and Wimbledon. we went nuts. We watched it. Yep. And we, we you know, made it, made everyone aware that we're Australian. <laughs> oh, I have no doubt. We all had Pat Cash headbands on. No worry about that. <laughs> I love it. And it was great. And he was the first one to climb the wall. Remember? Yes, he climbed up into he the He climbed stand. up into so the player's box. Yeah, to see his dad and his friends. Yep. He was the first one to do it. And now they all do it. He was a yes, pioneer. Yes, he was. A trendsetter. So... Our great mate, Warney, um, he was an ambassador for 16 years. Was he? Yes, he was. Has that got free work for 16 um, years? After approaching them to help him with his male pattern baldness. Yes. Cash, uh, MPB, started, it's called. Cash started his treatment six months ago. Pat is one of the best tennis players Australia has ever produced. Damn right. And I'm proud we are able to give him a great head of hair again too. Well, I never noticed. <clears throat> oh, I haven't seen him for a while. Not that I socialise in the same No, circle. well... I had noticed that he, he was He doesn't thinning. bob up very much, does he? I hadn't noticed he was thinning. No. Anyway. Good so on him. He's cashed in. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, that's what it says. Cashing in. Cashing yeah, yeah. In. <laughs> Cashing in. Oh, right. You were going to tell me about a lunch you went to. Oh, yes, yes. No, well, I actually didn't go to a lunch. I, I, I bought my lunch today. And, and this is, comes back to our whole environmental piece. You know, we did the thing about plastic straws and bags. And, you know, oh, yeah, You're yeah. going to get fined. So today, I found this little shop not far from uh, work. And uh, I went and got a, a vegetarian meagoring, right? A Vegemite vegetarian? Because I said, I'd like a chicken meringue. Oh, would. a meagoring? Yeah, meagoring. Um, so I said I to like her, it was on the list there, meagoring. And I said to her, I'd like a chicken meagoring, please. Of which she turned around and looked at me and said, No chicken. No, we're vegetarian here. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no chicken and no so meat. So what did you have? Chicken substitute? So, well, yeah, well, I had tofu. Tofu. And, all that, you know, yeah. it, and it was very nice. Would it be? And they were very conscious uh, about the environment, yeah, because I got a napkin that looked as though it was reconstituted from something else, <laughs> right. and it was great, yeah, yeah terrific, that was fine. very thin, brown. Was it, it, brown? Was brown. <laughs> it was brown. It was brown with no label, no on bleach, it. <clears throat> no bleach. Yeah. Then I had a. Did you get a? Then I had a fork. Did you get a bamboo straw? That, no, I didn't have a drink. Um, so then I got a fork that was probably made out of um, uh, bees' honey or something. I don't know. It, it was one of those brown. <laughs> Oh, brown. It looked like just a brown wooden brown bamboo. Yeah. It'd be bamboo, bamboo or something, yeah. right? So it'll or like hemp. So then it came hemp. in what I describe as a boat, <laughs> the boat. the container. A canoe. A canoe. Was, I had a canoe. A of canoe me- reeves. <laughs> I had a canoe of bingering. A canoe of. Me. So that was great, <clears throat> and I'm sure that'll break down, and probably in you know six months, twelve months, it's breaking down in your stomach as and, we and speak. Then, and then it also had a lid. Yes. Yeah, it had a lid. Yeah. It was plastic. (laughs) They've gone. So I've got the napkin that was, you know, almost biodegradable when I wiped my mouth for the first time. (laughs) Then had a fork that you could probably light a fire with. (laughs) I then had a a canoe that I could have I could have sailed in because it was that big. And then I had a plastic lid. Oh, they let them with a rubber down. band. Oh, oh with a rubber band as well to hold the lid on. You've got to have a chat to them. I mean, seven out of ten for effort. Bit of feedback. But I mean, come though. on, you can't go, you can't get into the home straight and then go. Oh, I'm just going to turn the motor on now and beat you nah, all by a mile. Let, I mean, they've let themselves down. They they let themselves they? down. They've let the country <laughs> down. <laughs> they've let Bigarang down. So I actually just had to laugh oh, yeah. at this attempt to be so good, good and then finish with this transparent plastic lid probably just that will to. survive for about 110,000 yeah. years. You probably just need to give him a bit of <laughs> feedback next time you're in there. Oh, I did have They're to. trying to do the well, right thing. They did try and do the right thing, so I couldn't go. They need a d- better boat lid. We're going to need a bigger boat. We're going to need a better boat lid. <laughs> so there we go. That was uh, oh, that was just a, a fun, funny little piece, but yes, good, uh, nice try, but nice try, <laughs> nice try, because it won't decompose for a long time. Now this will come as sad news to you. Oh no! Uh, but um, politicians live longer than the rest of us. Oh bugger! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's. I know it's a. Sad thing, but um, they're well paid, um, travelling comfort, and they receive generous pensions and retirement, but they live longer than the rest of the population. It's a study of mortality rates that's been undertaken recently across 11 countries and across 58,000 elective representatives to national parliaments. Really? Um, And they live seven years longer than the rest of us. 
And they put that down to relative and absolute inequalities favouring politicians in every one of those countries. Um, salaries above the average, uh, income, uh, they probably don't work as much. Um, they accrue life advantages, um, benefits of money, education, better lifestyle. They've got uh, more to spend on medication. They get more support from their peers. Um, they get travel well. Longer uh, holidays. All of those longer holidays. <laughs> Big fat super. And lots of super. And yeah. So just thought I'd point that out. So next time you go into the election box, don't feel sorry for them. Uh, well, I would have thought, because um, as much as there is all the, the trimmings that might come with some of those roles, or most of those roles, um, I reckon the, the, the stress levels would be right up there too. Yeah, well, apparently not. That's probably perhaps only with some of the leaders, because there's a lot of people that just float under the radar. Under the radar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now, yes. Scotty, mm-hmm. 100 shows. Yeah. Well done again. Well done to you. And, um, nice big milestone. Nice big milestone. And look, we're going to mix it up, and uh, we're not going to go out with our usual theme song. Oh, good. We're going to go out with that song that you like that I've just played. Oh. So we'll go out with Frida. Frida. Freya. Freya. Sorry, Freya. Right. It's a shocking thing. I shouldn't need to say it. And what we'll do yes. is hopefully yes. we get back for yes. episode 101. 101. Raise your bat, we made the tongue. Well done. See you, mate. See you, buddy.
you ever thought I was, you ever 